<clears throat> words hurt. Let's talk about that for a second. When were times when you felt as if words hurt? We can put that egg are the words that come to mind. You'll be just like the rest of them. Get a backbone. This episode today will be insightful where I share my stories about how I've dealt with words that hurt. I'll also discuss other well-known celebs that have dealt with that as well. So stay tuned. Welcome to Unapologetically Mahogany. This is a real, raw, uncut podcast where I talk about it all. I'm dope, hilarious, and bring good energy. So if that's what you're about, then I encourage you to stay for a while. Whether you're sipping on a bottle of bubbly or water because you know you need some H2O in your life, then go ahead and get you a little something something. These episodes are entertaining, so if you're ready to vibe out to my crazy shenanigans, eventful story times, and opinionated topics, then you're in the right space. So this was back in like 2013. I was dating a guy and we had just had some disagreement. We were actually at Walmart and I think he was buying me flowers. I had made lunch and I was actually dropping him off to work. So we worked at a call center, y'all, for Dish Network. Yes, and we were like one of the third parties. And that place was so ghetto. (laughs) But I digress. So I was dropping him off from work because something was wrong with his car. So if you are from Tampa, then you'll get this distance part right here. So he lived in Plant City, which is a good distance away. I drove a good 40 minutes to get to him for at least one week straight because, you know, being that good girlfriend, I wanted to show that, you know, you could depend on me and that I was your ride or die, right? I could support you through the good and the bad, says my, what, 20-year-old self I probably was, maybe 21, one of those ages. So here we were at Walmart, and I remember him saying those words, that all you will ever be is weak and pathetic. That happened in 2013. It's 2023. That's been 10 years. I think, still think about that to this day, every now and then. And I didn't know it would still pop up in my head. But he wasn't a good dude, y'all. So let's talk about him, okay? <laughs> because that's what we're going to do. So, you know, we sometimes talk about things to get it out and share. And so I'm hoping that this will probably help somebody else that's listening to this episode of my podcast. So... This guy was handsome, 
you know, it's not someone that I probably typically would have dated, but I liked him, you know, I love polo shirts, you know, khaki shorts. That's something that I find appealing and attractive. So we had met at the call center. Then we had both started working out, working at. We hung out a few times, you know, with other coworkers that we hit it off with. So it was pretty cool, you know, and we realized that we liked each other. So we dated for a few months. Y'all, it was short-lived. But ladies, as a married woman now, I want you to pay attention to all the red flags. If you're in a relationship right now, don't just look at the good, but also look at the bad and think about which one outweighs the other. So our first date had to have been at the Florida State Fair. And if you are from Florida or have lived in Florida for a while, you know that is huge. So it was fun. You know, he had won me a stuffed animal. And for me, I was like, oh my gosh. I met the parents a few weeks later and it was good. Minus all the statues that they had all over the apartment. That's right, guys. Statues everywhere. I remember I later told my mom and she was like, that's Santaria, which is Spanish for the English term witchcraft. And I was like, oh my goodness. Did I mention that his parents didn't speak English? But that was cool because that wasn't going to stop me from dating him. He was trying to help and provide for his family. And I totally understood that and got that. Now, I have no issue if you need to provide for your parents. But if you can't take me out on dates and things like that, then there's no reason for us to be dating. Handle your business with your family and then talk to me afterwards. That's kind of how my mindset should have been over a decade ago. Anywho, at the fair, we got so many stares because it was an interracial relationship. He was doing all the things that most men would do to make a good first impression. But as we began to keep dating even more, I realized that he and I were talking more about getting serious. And he told me that he wasn't interested in getting married and didn't want kids. And that was the end for me, y'all. So those are questions that you want to know immediately when you're dating someone. Okay, maybe not the first date or second date. But I would say within that month, because your time is precious and you don't want your time to be wasted. I was young and dumb and obviously I'm now much wiser. Never had that issue with my now husband, which is probably why he is my husband. I dated a lot of frogs. I won't say how many, but let me tell you another couple of words that were said to me. I had a previous boyfriend said to me that if I joined the military, I'll just be like the rest of them. He also had served in the military and all he saw were females that were quote unquote loose. So for those that know me, you know that I'm not like that at all. Never been like that. Still am not like that. Yeah, that was mad respectful, right? And you know, I didn't say anything back to him. We were like on a Skype call and because, you know, FaceTime, I didn't have an iPhone at that time. And I don't think Zoom was huge back then. So my brother overheard and told me to get a backbone. And I'll never forget those words. And he meant it in a positive way. I took what he said strongly because he's always looking out for me and wants the best for me. And let me tell y'all, that boyfriend was no good. Always, always played mind games. And strung me along for years, y'all. 
and I mean years, not three, four years, like six to nine years. I finally said enough is enough. And afterwards, after I did that, it was like a weight that was lifted off my shoulder. So I'm here to tell you that words do hurt and you don't forget them, but you can move forward and know that those words don't define you. I'm proud to say I've been in the military now for over six years and I have never been like the rest of them. Never been quote unquote loose because that's just not me and I would never stoop that low. So there's that. Isn't it something though how we remember the words that people say to us but but not always the accolades and praises that we receive? Why is that? Think about that for a second. Maybe a minute if you need it. But think about what's been said to you that has hurt you. Maybe it's been journaled down. Maybe you still think about it to this day. But always remember that, yes, let that go. And yes, it may still be in the back of your head or mind at some points. But know that this doesn't define you. You're more than what they said to you. You can do anything that you can through Christ who strengthens you. And I want everyone that's listening to know that. Don't let what they said still define you. You are bigger and better than that. And forgive them that did those things or said those things, excuse me, to you. Okay, so now we're moving on to celebrity time. So everyone knows what happened to Chris Rock. And if you don't, you must have been living under a rock, y'all. He got slapped by Will Smith at the Oscars for saying a joke referring to Jada's hair. Basically saying that she could play in G.I. Jane. So this happened last year, 2022. Yo, so when I saw this on the news, I really thought this was like planned. I think everybody in the audience thought this was part of, you know, the event. Come to find out it wasn't. Anyways, Jada got pissed off, even though Will Smith was laughing. He looked over, saw that Jada wasn't laughing, and immediately got up defending his wife by going up on stage and slapping and slapping Chris Rock, literally slapping him on the face. So I didn't know this, but Jada Smith has alopecia, which is where her hair falls out. I'm not sure if Chris knew. I'm hearing that he didn't know. However, Chris is also a comedian and comedians joke and say funny things and you know what people laugh because they're funny to them too although it was a joke that one hit below the belt uh chris was speechless when will smith hit him because he didn't see it coming but you know what chris rock was a g man he was gangster he didn't stop and fight back he didn't say okay that wasn't part of the script he kept it moving he was a great performer and he did that that's what i'll say about chris rock so, gonna find out, you know, Chris Rock, he didn't press any charges, which a lot of people thought he should have. A lot of comedians were, you know, praising Chris Rock uh, for, you know, not, you know, fighting back. Um, you know, there are a lot of things that were going on through people's minds as to, you know, why didn't, you know, Will Smith talk to Chris Rock, like, behind the scenes and let him know, hey... 
don't disrespect my wife like that. What you did was out of line. No, he, he publicly humiliated Chris Rock, but then he publicly embarrassed himself on stage as well, you know, referring to Will Smith, because why would you do that? Like, you're like this A-list actor. Why would you, like, stoop so low? Anyways, people said, you know, and I say it, that Will Smith probably wouldn't have went up there had he not seen his wife looking the way that she looked. It was almost like, oh, shoot, I got to defend my wife. Yet you were laughing at it. So, Chris Rock, you know, as we know, did not sit with any outlet. And I'm sure people were coming at him left and right like, hey, you know, do the story. Hey, we want to, you know, do the story for you. And, you know, we'll give you this amount of money. Please let us be the first ones to air you know, what really happened. But he didn't. He kept quiet. And let's fast forward to present day, present day now. You know, now that I gave you the summary. So Chris Rock was actually in St. Louis about a month ago, and I wanted to go. He came with Dave Chappelle, but the way those tickets were looking, y'all. Woo! And of course, you couldn't have your phones and whatever. So, uh, you know, he just did a Netflix special. I, well, yeah, it was on March 4th. Yes. And boy, oh boy, did Chris go. And y'all, you know, although he did not have words associated to him, you know, like how I did in my experience, he was assaulted and his words definitely struck nerves with the with the, you know, Smith family. So Chris was, I'm sure during that hit, more than likely angry, upset, humiliated, embarrassed. And so this comedy special right now is number one on Netflix. And so I was like, I have to see it. I got to watch it. So, you know, on the Netflix special, he actually talked about everything from Meghan Markle to his kids to Will Smith and the slap. And everybody was here for the Will Smith slap and everything, which he saved for the end in case none of you guys have, you know, listened to it. But I mean, when I tell you he went in, he went in, y'all. He mentioned everything to the entanglement with August and Jada to how Will Smith took out the rage on Jada to talking about how Will Smith sat with Jada Pinkett at the Red Table Talk to discuss the cheating that he did with August Alcina. So basically what we're gathering is that Will Smith took the rage out on Chris Rock because of all the things Jada had done to him. So basically Chris Rock was talking about the Red Table Talk. If y'all have not seen one of Jada's table talks, you got to look at them. I know they used to show up all the time on my newsfeed on Facebook, but uh, she basically brought Will Smith on to talk about the cheating allegations. Like, how low does it get? You know, and basically he was there, you know, as Jada Smith is laughing at him about her cheating on him. So that's also what, you know, Chris Rock was talking about. I mean, oh, that's just truly humiliating, though, because Jada Smith... Um, not only was laughing at Will Smith's at, in Will Smith's face when she did the Red Table Talk, but mind you, August Alcina is like her son's friend. So like, just think about the age difference right there. There was even a song that Chris Rock came out about the entanglement. He was featured with other, like, I think, artists as well. But I mean, these words that came out of Chris Rock, you know, while he was doing a special... Yeah, hundreds of thousands of people are watching from their screen, including my husband and I. And like they say, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words shall never hurt me. It's complete BS because although Chris Rock was not, you know, like, although Chris Rock, 
his was a soul. It wasn't like words that came out, but just think about all the people after they saw the video were talking about Chris Rock. Some saying all these things like, you know, he should have hit back, you know, being too soft. And, you know, in the black community as a black man, you know, I'm sure that's something that you don't want to be hurt. You don't want said to you as like, oh, you're soft. You want to be known as this tough guy that can take on anything. And for him to just not respond back for some people, the didn't think it was like something that Chris Rock should have just avoided. He should have just, you know, probably, you know, done something. But then at the same time, there's probably people that are like, no, Chris Rock did right. He held his ground and he still stayed professional as he was the host for the Oscars. Now, both are talented in their own way. You know, Chris Rock, you know, as a comedian, actor, and so much more. You know, I remember when he came out with that movie, Good Hair, and um, that was really insightful. Then you got Will Smith, who's like an actor, very well-known actor, great actor, you know, that just, you know, coming out with movie after movie after movie. So for him to do this, it was like, Why? You know, talk to Jada afterwards about it, but don't go over there and humiliate yourself too on stage. And the thing is, it was two black men. So Chris went on and he was basically saying that the reason he didn't hit back is because his parents taught him not to uh, fight in front of white people. And I know also because his parents just taught him better, like you just don't do that. And that's how he ended his um, Netflix special. But he talked about emancipation that Will Smith just starred in. I didn't see the movie. Uh, I just didn't because I'm I'm actually over it now. When I see all these movies on slavery, like I've seen enough. I'm tired of seeing them because it just makes me be angry and I'm, I'm sad and I'm hurt and I feel with rage because these are things that happened to our ancestors. And just to kind of see it, it's great to see a visual, right? But then it's like all these movies after movies after movies. But then there's generations after generations that haven't seen these things. So they'd still need to, you know, make movies like this. So I get it. But um, Chris mentioned that, you know, when he saw Will getting whipped in the movie, all he could say was hit him again, hit him again. And I mean, yeah, there were some things Chris Rock did say that I was like, dang, that's below the belt. But, you know, Will Smith went in and hurt him. So now it's his time to break his silence and talk about it. And he did it. And I know Netflix paid him a good penny, like what he was saying. He got paid a lot to do that. But, you know, Chris went all the way in, like I said. And I wonder now, will they ever be friends? Is this like you hit below the belt? There is no coming back from this. Or will Will Smith be like, you know what? You did the, the special. You talked about me because I hit you and now we're even. Like, let's, you know, like chuck up the deuces and, you know, work together in something probably in the future. I don't know. You know, I've read that some people have lost respect for Will and I praise Chris for creating this comedy special, you know, just speaking his truth. And, you know, I spoke to someone at my job and he actually said that they went, he and his wife, well, he didn't say he and his wife, but I'm assuming because his wife, he's married. Okay, let, we'll just say he went to go see the comedy special when Dave Chappelle was here with Chris Rock and he was saying how um, some of the um, content that he used for his comedy special was actually, you know, um, said when he went to see him here in St. Louis. But what he said was some of the content was different because I think what they were doing was they were trying to see, like, the fans' reaction to, you know, some of his, um, some of what he said. And so if it wasn't funny, they he changed it up. So he said, actually, when he saw the comedy special on Netflix, he said Chris Rock looked much madder and some of the content was completely different. And then he said, you know... 
what made it worse? And I was like, no, he's like, he was petty. He decided to film the special in Baltimore, which is where Jada is from. And I was like, dang, that part I did not know. So I mean, like, Chris was petty to like the 100th level. But you know what? I got to respect his craft and got to respect how he did it. He was very calculated on when the special came out, where it came out, and what he said. So, hey, I got to give props to Chris. And I mean, I hope for anybody else that's, you know, trying to do some reckless stuff or not thinking completely. And I get it. You're trying to defend your spouse that you'll probably think again, like, man, this could really come bite me in the you know what. And I think also what it did was I think like later on, I think there was a show that Dave Chappelle he was doing some comedy special or something and someone ran up on him. So, I mean, this now like put, you know, comedians in the predicament of like, oh, shoot, can I go up and start talking about somebody without somebody getting, you know, in their feelings and wanting to come on stage and hurt me? So, yeah, but let's move on to the Little Mermaid, right? It's going to be in theaters May 26. I'm excited because, you know, uh, I used to like the, I love, I like the Little Mermaid. I think it's, you know, a great there was a show and a movie and I liked it so for those that don't know um the backlash that took place you know especially because Haley she is playing the Little Mermaid yo people were going in y'all the backlash was so real so I want to know has anybody checked on Haley to check on her mental especially when a trailer went out or, you know, news spread of who's going to be playing the Little Mermaid. Because I know they were trying to figure out who was going to, you know, portray Ariel. So, uh, I was seeing, like, posts on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And, like, people were just writing negative comments. I mean, it was terrible. Like, we're all human, right? And humans have emotions. And I think people forget that. Like, words hurt. And I know this must have hurt her. There were comments talking about her skin color, trying to figure out how Ariel got so dark, if Ariel lives under the water, trying to figure out why is there melanin in her skin, Um, things like how did Ariel change from being white to now a black woman, Um, talking about if they live under a water, how did Ariel get so much sunlight to get darker, like I didn't even think of all this y'all, because I'm thinking like oh this character isn't real, you can do whatever you want, and excited to see somebody really that looked different that looked like me like a black female playing this character like come on like a disney character like what the heck so i mean for people to be so critical it just baffled me and i mean i want to go out and support and watch the movie just because of all the naysayers and haters and people out there that just can't like support other people of different races you know, but I really want to support because I do like The Little Mermaid. Like, I used, to, I loved um, Under the Sea. Under the Sea. Do, 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 do. Under the Sea. Do, 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 do. I love that um, song. In fact, I played that song at my wedding because I had a steel band drum and they played one of that song. I was like, this has to be played. So I love the intro and every time, you know, you know, Little Mermaid would come on, I'd just be there dancing when they were singing songs. So it's just sad, you know, to know like now in 2022, 2023, because that's when the backlash hit 2022, that these things were happening. And so words hurt. And I know if I was in that predicament, I was in that situation where I was playing Ariel and people said that to me, 
I'd be crying, y'all, because nobody is tough as nails. There's always going to be people out there that are still going to feel hurt because this is something that you're not expecting that's going to come out of someone's, you know, mouth. Because I'm sure, I don't know if she heard it verbally, but maybe people were recording videos and putting it on, you know, TikTok, and then you read about it. Like, come on. So, you know, words hurt, and that's what this episode was about. And I hope that y'all can take something from what I talked about and discussed and that people will now look more before they say something to look within themselves and say, hey, if I say this and this was something that was said to me, how would I feel? How would I react? All right. You all can find me on socials, Instagram, YouTube. I am at Unapologetically Mahogany on both Make sure that, you know, again, you're tuned in every Sunday for a new episode coming out. And, you know, if you don't mind, please leave a comment. You know, I'd love to know what you guys think about, you know, the podcast. Is there a favorite episode that you guys have, you know, rated? Tell me, you know, what is it that you liked about the episode? I want to hear from you all. You know, I want this to be interactive. You know, check out my YouTube. Like I said, videos are always out. Not weekly, but, you know pretty often. And then Instagram, I'm trying to stay more active on there too. Make sure that you give me a follow, you know, comment, like, all those things and more. All right. Until next Sunday, y'all, y'all be blessed.